you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Around the NFL Podcast. No pants needed for the Bunker Cast. Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast, presented by Intuit QuickBooks, the official sponsor of the NFL. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm coming to you from a bunker full of heroes across L.A. Mark Sessler, Chris Wesley, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Happy Monday. I get the feeling, talking to Dan and others, that maybe for some this weekend uh, was not exactly a, a waltz through Rose Gardens centered in Los Angeles. The weekend for me, the weekend for me was fine enough. Uh, but today, because it's a, a two-income household, as it must be in Los Angeles for many of us, um, Emily had a very booked morning for work. I had a very booked morning for work. Uh, we have two little monsters here going crazy. The center does not hold. Don't you understand, COVID-19? You can't do this to us. And once again, we're just getting started. I mean, I think if you're going to... I'm already looking forward to the final bunker cast, as much fun as this is. Like, imagine, like, the party feeling when we realize it's going to be, like, the last one. It's going to be, like, inmates, like, ready to get out of jail. Because I'm putting the over-under... It's got to be into May, at the very least. Right? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Might be conservative. I mean, based on, you know, where where you're reading updates, you know. Uh, today's show going to be fun. Uh, we are um, going to introduce to you, the listener, a little sneak preview, actually, because the piece on NFL.com won't go live until tomorrow morning. But the 2020 Greybeards, a roster comprised entirely of NFL veterans not currently attached to a team. Um, I roll out the sixth edition of that roster, and I'm going to essentially um, go through it position by position and you gentlemen and Ricky uh, are uh, feel free to chime in uh, with any thoughts on it, positive and negative. I'm excited about this year's team. 
it, this squad, it, 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 these are the glory days for Greybeards. I don't want to give too many spoiler alerts, but oh my this, goodness, this roster is it's competitive. It's the I, one team that COVID nineteen uh, is helping. Apparently, <laughs> coronavirus has been good for the Greybeards. The longstanding, the longstanding goal of the Greybeards is to field a competitive team. Best case scenario, a 500 team. This is the first time I ever did this exercise and honestly feel like, you know, a bounce of the ball one way, a holding call or PI call goes your favor. We could we could sneak in the back door of the AFC playoffs. Well, the there's AFC a couple playoffs. position groups that pop off the page. I mean, I don't really recall that. In the past, it like there were some people legitimately with gray hair on their faces and probably having waved sports goodbye, you know, when you did this exercise at, at different times. There is there the pass rush, some other areas, we'll get into it. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't get a quarterback to stand behind last year's offensive line on that team, but this year we've got a sentry out there. Unbelievable. And um a little tradition I'd like to start this year with the Greybeards at the end of the show, I'm going to unveil uh the theme song of the 2020 Greybeards. So stay uh, stay till the end of uh, today's show, including you Greg, you can't leave. All right. Um, <laughs> you want to get into it? Please. Let's do it. All right. Let me pull up my copy. I sent to you gentlemen, as Wes was alluding to, um, the rough copy that went over to Phil Spector just moments ago. The Greybeards. Um, what I try to do here is build out close to a full roster. Uh, so you're going to have... Uh, backups at many positions. I don't do backups for certain positions. Like, do you really want me deep diving on backup offensive linemen? Do you really want to know what my swing lineman is? I, I'm not going to go <laughs> that route. So, but I have five starting offensive linemen. Actually, five offensive linemen. I don't think I'm that bad. And uh, but for some of the other more fun position groups, quote unquote fun, um, I have backups. And 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 um, and I'll, let's dig in here because. Yes, as I said, I'm feeling really good about this team. I want complete honesty where you think the team needs to be improved. Maybe a player that I missed. Again, this is a exercise uh, where it's not live on the website yet. And until it goes live on the website, I can make uh, roster changes. And just so, just so everyone knows, um, once a gray beard, always a gray beard. So, for instance, Cam Newton, and we'll get to the quarterback room in a second. Cam Newton, obviously a gray beard. If he signs... Uh, with the Denver Broncos, and hey, Denver Broncos, beef up that quarterback room. Um, before on Wednesday, say, doesn't matter. He was on the Gray Beards. He was a free agent Tuesday morning when this went live. That's the only thing you really need to know. This there. isn't like the top 101 list that you and I created where we have to pull players uh, from the 101 rankings when they get signed by someone. This is a evergreen exercise. Absolutely. And it's always better that way, isn't it? I would think so. You know, based on our work together, I trust your work solo. And it does, it does happen every year, Greg, without fail. I know you're, you're a man with an eye on the transaction wire at all times. In the hours that lead up to the publishing of the piece, without fail, one to two, mm. sometimes even three players come off the board because are we in the third wave of free agency now? Where are we exactly? Sure. Seventh wave? Who knows? Uh, the guys tend to fall off because, again, the guys I've put on this team are quality players for the most part. So the fact that they still don't have jobs – uh, that typically doesn't last. So let's get into it. We'll start, yes, with the quarterback room. And I just want to give a little perspective uh, to people. Last year in the same exercise, last March, I think it was March 29th, 2019, world was a lot different. So was the quarterback room of the Greybeards because installed as the starter was Sam Bradford 
coming off another year where he was just wrecked by knee injuries, now out of football, now getting killed by Mark Sessler on Twitter for the money that he brought into his family <laughs> during his career. All factual. Uh, perhaps factual. The backup to Bradford in this exercise last year, Brock Osweiler. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brock Osweiler was the second best quarterback I could come up with. And I don't recall there being a huge pushback from you guys when we talked about it on the podcast. And then I had third string Josh McCown, classic locker room guy. He ended up playing in the playoffs. So that was the. He was the only one of them that actually played last right. year. So here we go. Last year, Bradford, Osweiler, McCown. This year, Cam Newton, my starter. Jameis Winston, my backup. Andy Dalton. The clipboard holder, inactive on most Sundays. How does it happen? Who knows? But that is the best quarterback room that I've ever had in this exercise and really probably better than almost any team in football when you look at the pure level of talent across the entire depth chart. I don't know how you got them all under the cap. You know, that's one of the (laughs) ways that Dan does a great job with this Greybeards team. But uh, Cam Newton's been posting these, you know, Instagram videos of him like working out on the stairs. I'm bu- I'm usually not buying into this offseason stuff. I'm buying into the Cam Newton's going to really train hard and going to be better than ever. And you better watch out for Cam Newton on the Greybeards. There was the classic. It happens sometimes in the offseason. A player puts out an Instagram at a charity function and then everybody's like, oh, he's so skinny. He does look a little <laughs> bit um, streamlined this offseason. Not quite as bulky. Well, let me ask you this question, Wes. Are you comfortable with my depth chart, or would you rearrange it? No, I like it. I think it's you got to have Cam number one, and then Winston's got a little bit more potential than Dalton, so I'm fine with that. Um, I think the the Winston Dalton decision really depends on the specifics of your team, and I think Dalton to me, I'd probably if I was a contender, I'd be more likely to go with him. If I was a builder, I'd be more likely to go with Winston. Think about this too, Joe Flacco, Mark. Didn't make the cut for the Greybeards. In the same exercise last year, he would have been the starter. So even the fourth best guy in the market right now, and we know Flacco is of advanced age and and the body isn't what it used to be, um, but he's even available if we wanted to for this exercise. I think that you have um, benefited playing off of a healthy amount of trepidation by a lot of coaching staffs to bring in someone like Cam Newton to play backup or even Jameis Winston based on what we know about Cam Newton and the weird sort of Jekyll side of the Jekyll and Hyde if that was the good one of the two I've not read that book recently um, <laughs> and where you know you get the good side of Jameis Winston you're going to get a head coach kind of feeling like I want to see this guy if panic sets in by week four or week five so I just think and you know, Dalton is the consistent guy you can rely on so your quarterback room I don't know if you have a ring of honor on this team but I feel like they've already got a better shot than some of these jabronis playing under center in years past this is a hot room isn't Jekyll's the doctor? That would be the respectable one, right? <laughs> I mean, it dep- sure. I don't know what he's doing creating the Hyde person, but I don't, I don't know. You know. <laughs> we have to revisit that one. Okay. Did he create Hyde? That was a split I think personality, it was his split, right? Well, yeah. it's probably like an yeah. early undiagnosed uh, bipolar split personality scenario Ill. that played out as a horror narrative. Schizophrenic. They, Hor- this, yeah. is, the, this quarterback room is better. All three of them are better 
than any quarterback that's available in some of these offseasons. Like Brock Eisweiler <laughs> was the number one quarterback in his offseason. And I, it, I went back and looked at some of our lists. Like there's been years where any one of these threes would have been better than any quarterback available. Pretty wild. It really is a once in a generation or more type offseason when it comes to the quarterback position and the Greybeards are reaping all the benefits. Moving on to running back. All right. I don't I kind of like this position group, too. We got Devonta Freeman. Uh, I have him as my starter right now. And I totally understand if based on the tape he put out there with the Falcons, you want to bump him down or hell throw him off the roster because he really did very little with that team. Maybe had a had a moment here or there where it made you think maybe he still got it. But at 28 years old, uh, basically starting over, given his track record, especially in his Kyle Shanahan years. Um, he's a guy that the Greybeards are going to take a flyer on every single time, okay? Every day of the week, twice on Sunday, okay? Um, and then you have behind him a really nice one-two tandem that I just lifted. I pil- I'm not the only person to pilfer Bill O'Brien this season. While he's going <laughs> and getting David Johnson and, like, praying to the gods that he bounces back, he lets Carlos Hyde and Lamar Miller, a, a pair of 29-year-old cheap veterans, that combined, and I don't think a lot of people realize this, they combined for 2,000 yards last year as a tandem, okay? So we have uh, Hyde rushed over 1,000 yards at almost 4.5 yards a carry. You have Miller, who just missed 1,000 yards. So you put two guys in there that could get it done. Lamar Miller, a little bit older, but I think he still has that home run ability. And then finally, Greg, out of respect to you and your son, who looks very cool with the glasses. I like it. Um, Frank Gore, welcome to the Greybeards. It's been a long time coming, 37 years young. Uh, classic veteran guy, and just like Josh McCown last year, he's the guy that beat writers can pre-write the piece about what a what a great locker room guy is, and then they quietly take the four-day weekend with their families in August. I mean, like so much <laughs> of Frank Gore's career, he's going to start out with lower expectations here on the towards the bottom of the depth chart, and he's climbing that thing. Even even uh, Devonta Freeman at 29 years old doesn't have a, nearly as much juice. I like Carlos Hyde as the starter here, though. I don't have I can much. See it. I don't have yeah. much use for Freeman. I'm with Greg on this one. Running backs are like baseball pitchers. If a baseball pitcher's arm isn't right that year, you can't you can't count on them. Running backs, if their legs aren't right, you can't yeah. count on them. We have no indication that the Devontae Freeman's legs are right. What have you done for me lately in the running back world? Carlos Hyde coming off a much better season. And for the sake of your copy, Lamar Miller's uh, yardage came 2018. That was Duke Johnson who teamed with Carlos ah, Hyde. Ah, thank you very much. That's a huge catch and completely uh, invalidates many of the things I said. Prior to you speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar had an ACL, I believe. Yeah. By the way, this could be the end here of um, LaShawn McCoy did not make. He didn't even make the Greybeards, which is a, a slap in the face. Could be the end of his career. Could be the end of Frank Gore's career here this offseason. I, I could see it, see them possibly not getting jobs. Where's Duke Johnson? He's still employed? Yeah. He's, he's still in Houston. Okay, so I'm going to play great last year, played great in that playoff game. I'll slide out Lamar Miller and uh, that does open up a roster spot then. So, hey, you might Lamar Miller might still be a good candidate. Maybe, maybe a bounce back guy off the ACL. Yeah, that injury happened in the summer, not like in December or something. Walker, who do you who do you think uh, should be starting Hyde or Freeman? Mm, Hyde. Yeah, okay. good call. I mean, okay. dead on. <laughs> right, and agrees with uh, his parental unit. So, you know, there's harmony at home. All right, I'm going to slide him up the old depth chart. Moving right along to fullback. All right, 
NFL.com has a um, page that they update periodically, available free agents tracker. And uh, Roosevelt Nix was the only fullback on that list. <laughs> so he is the fullback of the Greybeards by default. I mean, I, I don't hate the pick. Um, you, you didn't have a, It's like the, the man running against nobody for city councilor alderman in 1978. He's going to win. But I, if I'm the person updating that page on NFL.com, I want to take a long look in the mirror and say it's time to you know pump up that resume Bone and up. get somewhere else. Bone up. Well, that, look how far fullbacks have fallen. They're, you know how every time there's an opening for a kicker, there's like eight guys. that The kicker circuit, you bring them all in, you try them out. There's only one fullback on the circuit. Mm. If you need a fullback, you just bring in Rosie Nix, and there you go. Well, and, you the know, Patri- Patriots swooped in and took uh, old Danny Vitale right off the free agent market. Oh, have yeah. to have a good. Well, what about the like illustriously overhyped? Like, I'm not saying overhyped. I don't know how good he is at fullback, but I feel like Derek Watt has like eight billion articles written about him because he's playing fullback and going to the Steelers. Well, and there's something else there too. There's a nice little meaty hook for feature writers there as well. You know, J.J. Watt. Well, no, brother. I mean, I get that, but it's, you know, I think we all get it, and it's been pounded over our head repeatedly. John Kuhn waiting for the phone to ring, but the Greybeards ain't calling. Well, He's retired, right? I think, I think one, so. one thing, just thinking of fullbacks in the Patriots, because that is going to be a really great uh, fullback room, um, is that, uh, yeah, they lost Brady, but they're getting James Devlin back in 2020. And according to most people, like, that's the reason why they were struggling. So with Devlin back, they should be fine. All right, Wes, I want to tee you up on this one because when we get to the wide receiver room, you know, there's a man at the top of the depth chart that nearly ended our podcast last September. His name is Antonio Brown, and I know he's a jerk and he's had some issues off the field that are, uh, you know, to put it mildly, uh, disappointing and worrisome. Uh, But when I'm putting together a roster like this, I just couldn't do it, Wes. I couldn't look away. And when I look at the wide receiver group that's remaining in general, it's one of the weakest positional groups. I needed this guy, so I sign Antonio mm. Brown at uh, 32 years old, entering week one, to lead my wide receiver group. Let's start there. What do you think, Wes? Well, I think you have as much integrity as Bill Belichick. I mean, <laughs> right off the bat, you, this guy, Antonio Brown, um, just walks into everyone's life, throws out his poison spews it out to everyone in life. Mm. Antonio Brown is poison, and he shows no remorse whatsoever. And to me, you separate people who show remorse versus people who don't. And the two people I've been most angry about on this podcast have been Greg Hardy and Antonio Brown. Two people who do not show remorse, will not change their behavior, and just spew their poison out wherever they can. That's fair. I'm certainly management's going to sit down with him and see if he's at all contrite because he's now he's now. Why would you believe him if he says he's contrite? (laughs) I get it. I get it. He is. uh, He's been terrible, but he's human and we all deserve second chances or most of us do. What about seventh chances? I just want to see, Wes, uh, where he's at headspace wise. If he feels like if it feels like he's in a healthy place mentally and whether he's willing to try to salvage his NFL career, which is on life support at this point. Mm. It's your team. By all means, sign him. I I do worry a little bit about, you know, <laughs> you, you hear GM say we don't just, you know, bring a collection of talent together. We build a team. And I am imagining the wide receiver room, Antonio Brown. 
Josh Gordon and Des Bryant. There, it's just it's a lot going on there. A lot of people there that are going to want the ball. Yeah, just a tad psychedelic. I'm not sure what happens by week five with Josh Gordon and, and Antonio Brown. Uh, I kind of like Rashard Higgins in here. What are the uh, chances Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon are both on the team in week five? I didn't realize the game has, <laughs> that this team has five actual opponents to play. I don't know. I'm not aware of the rest of the league that they're involved in, but learn the NFL. Just replace <laughs> Team X with the Greybeards. Oh, I That's think all. they'll still be on your team. I've got some. I've got some other options for you, though, Dan. Two, okay, guys, two guys I'd rather have than many of these players. Uh, Ted Ginn. I think Ted Ginn uh, could play in the NFL. At least have a little role. And uh, Paul Richardson. Uh, I would take Paul Richardson over Des Bryant at the at the very least. Well, I like. I like as anybody that follows the Greybeards knows. I like a little name brand sizzle, and uh, maybe he can't play anymore, but. Get Des in the building. Let's see what, he, what he's got left. But I do like the Ginn one. Ginn is uh, – also, we don't talk about special teams on um, the Greybeards, but he certainly would be uh, a presence there. That's where you are separate from Belichick, who seems slightly obsessed with one-third of the game. Exactly. Boring. And uh, you were going to say something, Mark, about um, – Higgins, I believe, right? Well, no, I mean, I, I don't, I think he's going to get picked up somewhere. I'd be surprised if he doesn't, just based on his age. But so he's 25, and when we call the gray beard, I, I believe if he were to grow a beard, it may not have a lot of gray in it. The age has no for the reader down the road. You don't, you could be 19 and be on this thing if you had been on an NFL team. Right. He's the. I think he's the youngest guy. I, I would guess. I hadn't done this yet. I plan to do it because I always do. Uh, get the median age, which I would guess is going to ping right around thirty-one or so, which is gray beard territory in the NFL. Anyway, moving on to tight end, Mister Big Chest on the gray beards. I'm sorry, Wes. Hey, like I said, it's your team. I don't have to stick up for this team. I don't have to defend them. Yeah, they go and out there totally independent of any of my views. And you people on Twitter, if any of you idiots start to criticize me for putting a player on a fake team, <laughs> in these times, you're going to get mad at me about putting Antonio Brown on a fake team. Idiots. Tight end. <laughs> They're already idiots and he hasn't even had to right, You had yet. the articles not published and you're fighting with <laughs> trolls in your brain. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. I've been in the game long enough to know it's coming. Delaney Walker is my starting t- tight end. Don't love it. It's a very thin positional group uh, on the free agent market. 36 years old. We talked about him on this pod when the Titans moved on that he was sneaky old and has been a playmaker for them, but also now has been dealing with injury issues and uh, – what does he have left in the tank? As a backup, the best I could do is Luke Stocker, who's a uh, capable blocking back. He has two hands and uh, legs and uh, a heart. <laughs> I'd say no worries, because looking at your receiver room, you could just go four wide and dominate um, quarter mm. after quarter with what you've got set up there. I'm just sad that, that you're missing out on um, what really should be Jason Witten's final act should be team captain of the Greybeards. I mean, how the Raiders screwed that up for everyone. They totally botched it. All right, let's take a break here before we move to the uh, trenches. Uh, it is time uh, to get an update on the news of the NFL since we last left you. 2020 Flash with Mark Domenko Sessler. Thank you, D-Man. A scoring update. The NFL won. Coronavirus zero. Good afternoon, 
It's 2.20. I'm Mark Sessler, and this report brought to you by Joseph Abood, a modern take on heritage menswear. <laughs> Joseph Abood suits offer modern luxury, refinement, and globally inspired American elegance. JosephAbood.com. Optimism abounds in NFL circles, D-Man, where league heavies remain hopeful that a global pandemic will not slow the dead presidents churning out of pro football's mega machine with Falcons owner Arthur Blank telling Peter King, by September, my hope is we'll be able to bring people together in some form or fashion in a safe manner and play. Corona time can't slow down. Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert scheduled for a video call Monday with Las Vegas Raiders. With the Las Vegas Raiders cut to Los Angeles where Lee Harvey Oswald level patsy Tyrod Taylor wants to, in quotes, Turn heads as a starter for the Chargers. We all wait breathlessly for the D-man to adjust his power rankings. I'll just stick to the copy, you jerk. In other news, thick-hip Derek Wolf agrees to a one-year deal with Baltimore. The Lions, determined to underwhelm until Jesus circles back around, signed ex-Packers wideout Geronimo Allison. The Chiefs re-signed Demarcus Robinson to a one-year deal. And in baseball, the Padres optioned righty Gerardo Reyes to the El Paso Chihuahuas. The Redskins also added ex-Philly cover man Ronald Darby, which led the jettison Quinton Dunbar, now a Seahawk, to call Washington an organization that, in quotes, lies and makes excuses. Dunbar has since deleted his Twitter account, leading us to wonder when the D-man might think about deep-sixing one or two of his online projects. Oh, you're with an idiot. reports every 20 minutes, this is Mark Sessler with your 2020 sports update. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Beautifully done. Moving on a to the offensive line. Uh, let's see. A veteran unit, a savvy veteran unit led by Jason Peters. Happy to have Jason still on the board um, at this juncture here in the 14th wave of free, ag- free agency. Of course, a former All-Pro with the Eagles. But still, according to the metrics out there, Greg was getting the job done last year. Not at the same peak Jason Peters levels, but plenty good enough to get a job somewhere. This has to be one of your best-looking left tackles. And tackle pairing. This offensive line, I know you haven't gotten into all of it. It's about as good as as some teams out there. Let me roll through it. Ron Leary at left guard, um, who's solid. Josh Klein, people were surprised the Vikings dumped him, just 30 years old. He's at right guard. He might end up back with Minnesota. A.K. Shipley, I got him in A.Q. Shipley. I got him in the pivot, as insiders call it. Um, (laughs) He has been a a really durable player for the Cardinals. Uh, He missed one year, I believe, with an ACL, but has been a starter for every game, every other year he was there. Nice veteran present there. And then on the right tackle side, a bit of a reclamation project. Greg referred uh, to DeMar Dotson, 34 years young. He uh, had a, a long run with Tampa, a nice crafty technician, I call him. Uh, this offensive line is is be- way better than like every other year the one that the Dolphins run out there. It's better than the Jets. <laughs> I would take this over the Jets right now. <laughs> well, we'll calm down there. But yeah, so it is interesting <laughs> that you that it's not a stretch that, you, that Joe Douglas is the um, quote unquote offensive lineman mastermind, and he's picking up all these guys on the cheap. Well, I just did the same thing, and I do think it looks better right now. Well, I recognize the names on this offensive line. Joe Douglas, <laughs> who I, I agree is a mastermind, has signed three or four interior linemen last. And I thought they, that he just crafted the names out of thin air and sent it out as a press release. But they are apparently uh, beefy men attempting to uh, protect Sam Darnold. Dan's Maybe already bought that. his uh, George Fant jerseys for both of his sons. <laughs> uh, sorry that you guys weren't tape-dogging enough like Joe Douglas to know that those guys were really uh, on the up and up. Yeah, we really miss Van Rotten. 
<laughs> you know what, Wes? You're Van Rotten. Uh, let's move to the edge defender. But anyway, that's a really kind of solid veteran offensive line and a lot better than many teams you saw last year in the NFL. And, yeah, wake-up call to teams that are looking for linemen that there might be talent out there still if you're willing to pay an old guy. I'd throw this out, too, that you know this team, this, this Graybeards team, despite their age out on the median – are totally disobeying uh, all COVID-19 rules. They are together right now, practicing. Uh, they're in sessions together, rolling out what is going to be an innovative offense. So leg up on the rest of the league that is, I would say, overcautious. Edge or they're defender. all going to get uh, COVID-19, and, they're, and they, that'll be the end of the graveyard. They are in the, they are in the, uh, the higher-risk group because uh, right. of their age. All right, Jadavian Clowney, I mean, that's a gift from the gods. This happens maybe once a year, once every two years, where – because of some market deficiencies for the player, he ends up uh, still on the market. Clowney, at 27 years old, uh, is a star, or at least he has a star name brand, and he is the leader of our edge group. Now we got some good, good other uh, edge options here. Everson Griffin, 32 years old, has had big years uh, with the Vikings. Of course, Cameron Wake, who's very old now, 38. But Griffin and Wake have nine combined Pro Bowls. So, you know, I'm not going to give them... Uh, you know, 100 snaps a game. I'm going to go send him a hunt in every once in a while. I'm going to use him <laughs> smartly. And then uh, Clay Matthews, always, Zeuser always wants uh, certain guys that I could slap on the media guide. And I'm going to have Cam, of course, to represent the offense. And then I'll have a, a shot of Clay Matthews and his amazing flowing locks um, on the defense, representing the defense for the media guide. So Clay's there. Mm. And, you know, he wasn't so bad last year in Los Angeles either. You're more like an impresario in this one. You're barnstorming with Clowney and an Everson Griffin. They're only good for the offseason. By the time the season rolls around, <laughs> they're going to be off your team. It's like Babe Ruth going to Japan in, in 1930. <laughs> <laughs> they made the cut as of today. Griffin played really well last year. I mean, that's one of the better defensive end duos in the entire NFL that the Graybeards uh, own right now. Thank you. And I don't know if the Mink Man hit it. Um but there is a report out there that Clowney might wait till training camp to sign mm. now. So uh, that market is fairly stagnant. Didn't have enough time. Had that Joseph Abood copy to get through it. You know, you only have so much time. And I, you know, I deal with when, the, when that report becomes factual and I've triple sourced it on my own, then it becomes part of the, the news copy. Uh, on the interior D line, I just got some hogs in here. You're doing damage, taking up space. And oh. we had we had uh, last year, Wes, I remember you complimenting the Greybeards as a team that was going to be hard to run against. I feel like that's an every year thing because these guys tend to last a little longer because they're not, you know, as flashy. But Mike Daniels, uh, maybe he's fallen off a little bit, but just 31 years old, good reclamation project, project. Same can be said for Snacks Harrison, who really did not play well last year, wasn't stopping the run, but that was what he was great at. Um, in all the previous years in the league. So I'm banking on a comeback there. Timmy Jernigan, 27 years old, could be a value signing. And then I got the big Estonian, Marcus Hunt, 33 the years Eastern old. The Eastern Block. The Eastern Block. I mean, how many six foot eight Estonians can you uh, put on your roster? Well, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, Snacks is a good get. Um, these guys, Snacks and uh, Mike Daniels, same age as Linval Joseph. And yet Joseph is getting paid big bucks while these guys sit around on the graybeards. Well, Daniels has, has barely played the last two years and, and did not look like himself the uh, the brief times. I think, yeah, just, you know, these aren't guys you're going to be putting on the on the tickets. you got enough defensive ends for that. 
Linebacker, Nigel Bradham. I'm going to have him in the middle. Don't ask me if I'm playing 4-3 or 3-4. I don't know. That's, that's You're flexible. You're versatile. Uh, Bradham's my guy in the middle. The eyes and the ears of the defense. Alc Ogletree and Darren Lee. A couple of reclamation projects as well there. Thoughts about the linebacker group? Uh, not the strength of your team. <laughs> no. Uh, I would say that. And um, Ogletree, somebody will pay him like $10 million and then cut him in November. I, I like Darren Lee getting um, kind of the coveted former Jet that Dan knows, so he's going to make the team spot. It's got to be one of those guys every year. Every year. <laughs> every year. There's got to be something that got him uh, picked in the first round. He's got speed. He's got agility. Go sideline to sideline, baby. This, Darren Lee. This is a Looking totally – this is off topic of the linebackers, but I just realized there's – I think only eight of our top 60 free agents that Wes and I put on our list are still available and you've got two of the top the two of the top three players in the entire market are on the Graybeards. You've mm. you've had you've won the offseason. <laughs> it's always dangerous <laughs> to win the offseason. A uh, cornerback. I like this group. They're obviously a little overly seasoned uh, and there's and they're not going to be going to any Pro Bowls. But in past years, it's been an absolute disaster. And I don't think that's the case this year. I got Prince of Mukamara and Brandon Carr on the outside. I got Logan Ryan in the slot and then uh-huh. uh Traymond Williams, who at 37 years old is, um, you know, maybe uh, not the youngest guy, but the metrics tell us and the advanced analytics tell us uh, what is what is uh, Gettleman call it? My computer men, <laughs> whatever you call yes. it, that <laughs> I, in that realm that he could still play the guitar in 2019. So welcome to the Graybeards. 37. Yikes. I, I been 37 um, for four years. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused why Logan Ryan um, is a free agent at all right now. Maybe he's buying that PFF hype that he was like one of the best cornerbacks in the league for the first eleven or twelve weeks of the season. Not sure he's at that level, but he he's still he's still a good ball player. I saw something that he he wasn't taking a penny less than the ten million dollars he made last year, so that might be the holdup. Moving on to safety, Demarius Randall, twenty eight years old, uh, a versatile guy, could use him. Uh, in a couple different ways as a safety. He's there. Tavon Wilson, same thing. Um, Eric Reed, who had a, a down season in Carolina after signing that extension, still just 28 years old, bounce back guy. Um, and then, of course, Eric Berry, a little nod to you, Chris Wessling. Come on, you got to give the cancer survivor another shot. Oh, yeah, get Eric Berry. That's your team leader right there. Uh, and you've got a good one-two punch with Randall and Reed, I think. There are also reports out there that Barry, you know, wanted to get as healthy as possible and is doing quite well right now. So this might be just another steal where you're um, operating and churning uh, maybe a day or two or three before most NFL operations. Well done. Thank you, Mark. Uh, special teams kicker Adam Vinatieri. I mean, this is always going to happen. An actual gray beard joins the gray beard. 47 years young. Mm. Very, very difficult final season with Indianapolis. We all know that. Uh, but this guy is a legend, and he says, and I, I find him to be a man that wouldn't lie, even if it meant trying to extend a, a, his marathon career. He said that his struggles last year were more related to injury issues in his uh, lower body than age, and I'm going to take him at his word and give him a shot. He's so much older than everyone else on your team that you've got like a Smurfs dynamic here, and he's Papa Smurf. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. And then uh, punter Marquette King. I wanted to bring one guy back from the XFL, 
And uh, King was playing for the St. Louis Battlehawks uh, prior to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. You know, kind of a guy that nobody seems to like. Um, in the piece I wrote, he's kind of like the Dwight Howard of the uh, NFL, where Ooh, he does guy. a lot of bits. He's he's wacky and he gets up in people's faces with his comedic stylings, and no one really likes it. Uh, but <laughs> after sitting down with uh, management for the Graybeards, he'll know to use more of the leg and less of the mouth. Mm. Well, this happened in the same talk uh, where Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon and fill in the blank are also in the room. Uh, learning about the behavior boundaries uh, required to why, be employed. You know, why are you turning on Josh Gordon now that he's not a Brown? For years, you just said, oh, Josh Gordon, he uh, oh, he smoked marijuana once, and now he's going to prison, and you used to mock the NFL. He's not a bad person. He just has addiction oh, I don't, issues. I, I wouldn't call him a bad person. I think it's fair to call him um, dangerously unreliable. Oh, that's um, per, at least per I don't again, you're operating in a new rule system, so maybe you catch as everyone else tried to get that Josh Gordon five year comeback. Don't contract, think so. You know. He's really only there because there aren't a lot of options to choose from. In fact, maybe he'll be the guy that goes in favor of Ted Ginn. I don't know. But he's so good, it's like worth it. Maybe. You know, know. like maybe it comes through for even a game or two. I don't know like, if he was even that good last year before he disappeared mm-hmm. from Seattle. And that um, is the 2020 Greybeards. On Marquette King, philosophically, are you a mm. comedian if nobody pays attention to your comedy? I think no. people have people have to wonder about, <laughs> so. you know, <laughs> NFL.com did a long form on on Marquette King. Our our editor was the was the author. And um the way his Spectre? career has gone since that long form it's a bit of a curse. Bit of a curse. Bit of a red flag. A bit of a La Ravia Magnifico. All right. And as promised, those are the gray beards. And before we get to uh, making predictions on their record, if they were to replace a random team in the NFL, I'd like to um, perform a song in honor of a proud group of men. Ricky? Once upon a time I was a young star It wasn't very far ago But now everyone thinks you're done It's not fun, no time to run You gotta get that back while I can Great builds Always keep the faith Gray beards We're gonna save the day We're here today, gone tomorrow Will you watch or follow? It don't mean I can't play You will see me lead the way Brave is never go away 
was a workout. <laughs> just watching it. I can't imagine singing it. I mean, it was one of my favorite. Um, it's one of my favorite experiences of, of any like live music is watching the singer read the lyrics off of um, <laughs> the teleprompter or whatever was going on. <laughs> that was there was some intensity in those eyes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it had good energy. It's one of those kinds of songs where I thought it was over and it went on for another eighty to eighty-five seconds, which was, uh, you know, I liked it, enjoyed it. Enjoyed I think it's. I think part of what makes it more emotional is um, getting older myself, and you know, growing out this beard uh, during this pandemic, and there being gray in the beard, and oh yeah, and maybe just the times in general where we are right now that the gray beards have never been more relatable as as underdogs and uh, people looking just to stay alive. Stay alive. Yeah, I mean, this is a hard-scrabbled crew, most of them, you know, scraping by on the $800,000 remaining (laughs) year contract they have where they're still going to be paid by ex-employer. So I I hear you. This is what we need to be getting behind moralistically and just, you know, as we think about our children. All right, we will be back tomorrow. (laughs) Check it out again. Oh, no, I do want to get it real quick. What do you guys think? What is this team's record? If you, you know, everybody does these stupid predictions where they go game by game uh, on a touch screen. What would be the record of this Greybeards team? We'll start with you, Greg. I'm giving them six wins. I don't think I've ever put you over two or three before. No, you haven't. So that is notable. Wrong, but notable. (laughs) Mark? You know, this reminds me of one of those, like, Really interesting football life type squads where everyone, it, you got it's just all veterans and the locker room is going to be raucous. They're going to support each other. They're going to surprise people, go nine and seven. Mm, I like that. Wes? Uh, I actually, to tell the truth, I had the exact same record as Greg. I had six and 10 in my head. Um, I think you might have some durability issues, um, <laughs> maybe some team speed issues at the skill positions. And yep. some insurrection issues. I, right. I think that you, there may not be many people wanting to be cohesive and listen to authority in this locker room. Wait, wait a second. We got Eric Berry in the locker room. Got uh, some great leaders. We got who else do we have? I had another big Frank uh, Gore. Frank Gore is in the locker room. I mean, there are people that are going to keep things. They're outnumbered. In line. They're outnumbered. Well, We're giving my... you a lot of credit for Cam and, and Clowney. Those two alone can can they win six games? They got to make up for some dry spots here. Ricky, and what do you my... got for me? I don't know. I feel like you sneak into the playoffs. There you go. I don't know. You, That's what this I is feel. The be- this is the best team you've ever had. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, with there's an extra two right now, teams in the playoffs, too. So Yeah, I think this is That's this true, Mark. And Erica that went back true. and listened to all the episodes that she wasn't involved in with the Graybeards <laughs> just for that analysis. <laughs> Pro. Yeah. All right. We, we, will, we will be back um, on Tuesday with another edition of the show. So uh, we're going to keep rolling uh, in a short, uh, you know, shorter uh, terms of uh, time to the show, but we're going to keep going five days a week until someone says we shouldn't do that, uh, including you, the listeners. Feel free to tell us if you think this is too much content for you, but uh, that's certainly uh, in play as well. But until then, uh, thanks for listening to the Around the NFL podcast presented by Intuit QuickBooks, official sponsor of the NFL. Remember to rate and review on uh, iTunes. We're going to check in on that soon. This is the old Zeuser signing off for the quiet storm. The mailman, the old boss, and Rick Hollywood behind the glass. Till Tuesday.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com at JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.